As it is every single week, today's episode of Lee Summit Town Hall is brought to the people of Lee Summit by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Jason, we've talked about this before. I'm going to say it again. Automation. It's the wave of the future. All hail our robot shade overlords. You know, and not only is it cool, automation cool. It might make even you cool, Jason. No, nothing can make either of us cool. <laughs> it can be cool stuff we do, but we will not be cool. But it's also the safer choice for your children, for your pets. And and here's a little tidbit. October coming up in, in just a few weeks, four or six weeks. It is window covering safety month. There we go. So and it's here's time an to think about being safe. Automate your shades. Get rid of those darn strings. Make your life a little bit easier, a little bit safer, and a little bit more secure. So if you need some new window coverings for your house, head on out to Budget Blinds of Lee Summit right in the heart of downtown. Tell them Jason Nick sent you. Jason, it took a year off, but it's back. Chili Fest is oh, back. Oh, Chili Fest. I'm so excited. I am, I am literally excited about this. Tell me a little bit about Chili Fest. Well, look. Well, first of all, the Link to Lee Summit team, we're taking home some hardware. We are. We are we in, are. and we're going to win. This is an awesome community event and competition. And the other thing that we love is it is benefiting some good people in town. It's benefiting cold water of Lee Summit. So if you love to eat chili, you love to make chili, you love to eat salsa or make salsa, eat wings or make wings, this is the fest for you. Not only you can you can come bring a team. It's a great team building event for your company or your organization. You can cook in two different styles of chili, salsa and wings. Or if you're more the eating type, and honestly, looking at the both of us, Nick, we are definitely included in the eating type. But we're gonna do a little cooking. You can come. You can buy yourself a spoon. You can go around all the booths, sample all the good stuff that they're putting out for the competitions, and have an off awesome opportunity. If you want more. In information where can we go it's real simple get on that computer device that big box in your pocket your phone head to bridgespace.us slash chili fest for more information help out some people in town and eat some good food hello and welcome to this friday conversation episode of the lee summit town hall podcast very special guest with me today, Sean Harrell from Summit Tech Academy. Sean, welcome. Thanks for having me. It's a you, pleasure. You have been uh, on my list as a prospective guest for a long time now, so uh, thank you okay. for um, working with the schedule and, and, and coming on. We met, was it a year ago, year and a half ago, with your students, mm -hmm. took part in a, a film competition in Olathe and brought home some awards. That's, that's when we met, and since then, I've just... I wanted to pick your brain a little bit more, okay. and 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 talk about what you do at Summit Tech Academy. I think you know it's 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 all about storytelling and helping kids tell stories, mm -hmm. which is uh, that's that's kind of a passion of mine. I love doing it. So let's um, let's just start with 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 STA, okay, and and what you do there. And I realized as you and I were just talking before I hit record that I don't even really fully understand how the Summit Technology Academy fits into the district sure. and how students come from the other high schools mm -hmm. into yours. So, so let's just start really quickly, yeah. kind of kind of right there, and, and how the school you are in fits in with the other three high schools. Sure. Uh, Summit Technology Academy has been around for 20 years. 
started with an engineering class 20 years ago, and then our class, uh, the digital media technology class, came along about 15 years ago. Uh, it was founded by Kurt Mosier, a longtime orchestra director in the district. He wanted to create an audio engineering class, uh, kind of sound generation and, and MIDI keyboards and that type of thing. And 15 years ago, connecting with industry and business partners, they, they were wise enough to suggest, well, these things are all converging. Uh, you're, you would be best served to include audio and video and not just an audio production because there's, there's sort of a blurred line between audio and video anymore. As, as I have learned just mm -hmm. in the two or three years that I've been doing this, right. that, I, can, you know, I quickly saw, hey, I've got to yeah. add the cameras. I can touch a microphone and a camera right here. And, you know, <laughs> it's, that's just a great example. And so that's kind of where our program started. Uh, it's been going about 15 years, and it started with six kids and one computer, and that was half a semester. And then I came along the next year, and and we've kind of been going gangbusters since then, and growing, and you know, filling up filling up a wait list every year with with students that are interested in this audio video production class. And Summit Tech reaches out to 31 different high schools potentially. I usually end up having about 15 or so in my class. I kind of once the dust settles, I sort of go down my list to see how many high schools I have. Are, are there competitions among the teachers to see who can get the most schools? You know, I don't know. We should we should run by that. <laughs> I mean, I get blown away because kids will come from Odessa, from Holden, from the Midway R1 school district, which I'm not entirely sure I can find it on a map, Harrisonville, <laughs> uh, that kind of thing. And, and they make these big sacrifices to come there. In fact, uh, two students from Holden last year, their school makes them pay a little part of the tuition to come here. So they had to pay like you would a, for a you know a competitive sports team or something like that. They had to literally invest in it. And so the Lee Summit District has kind of roughly speaking about half of the students are from Lee Summit and then the remaining students are from potentially 31 different high schools. Students apply to come there for their junior and senior year for my class. It's a one-year program. Occasionally a student will come back again. And we do try to cover everything, kind of a Swiss Army knife, jack of all trades, audio, video, production. Uh, we really have more to cover in a year than than we should cover, and students come with this diverse set of skills and backgrounds. They're going to come from maybe they've been in broadcasting for a few years, and they want to take it a little bit different level here at Summit Tech, or they're continuing in their advanced broadcasting, and they're going to add this to their repertoire. Or maybe they've been in band, orchestra, choir for a few years, and they want to kind of dig a little deeper on the music side of things. And in that regard, they have maybe no experience in the video side. So we try to merge all these students together and get them all um, kind of creating, kind of creating those audio video projects. Now, if I remember correctly, when I first met you, actually, you you didn't start out teaching digital media. You actually come from, from a right. band and music background. That's right. Um, my you know bachelor's degrees in music education, uh, master's in jazz composition. And so a real sharp turn from there into this. And I think like a lot of, a lot of uh, visual people, you know, Chad Godfrey down the street with uh, Summit Video is a musician and former, you know, music, uh, music we don't, major We don't speak well. nicely of him, though. Well, we'll keep that uh, on the down low. But, you know, I feel like a lot of the, the rhythm and the, and the pacing and the teamwork and all the experience that you get out of music can really apply to any sort of creative field. But, yeah, starting in this you know, 13, 14 years ago, 
and as has kind of grown as a passion of mine too and that's kind of what keeps keeps it fresh and keeps it interesting well what uh, i guess what 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 drew you into it i mean you talked a little bit about the music background and how rhythm mm-hmm. gets helps you with editing and 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 I, and I understand that but what really kind of what drew you in that that, yeah. that because that is quite a switch actually from teaching kids about about band yeah. and, and 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 there's a lot that goes into marching band but i mean there had mm-hmm. to be some pull yeah Luckily, I, I spent 13 years doing both. So I would start at least Summit West in the morning and do band, music theory, music appreciation. And then I would go to Summit Tech in the afternoon. And it was only full time. I've been doing it now for the last two years. And I still also get to keep sort of one foot in the band world. I do jazz band at least Summit West. And I'll help out with the marching band as well. Last year, did the pit orchestra and you know, kind of get to keep involved in that. Which, speaking of the pit orchestra, if, if anybody follows you on social media, there's some great. Oh, uh, that's right. There's some great posts from you during the there's some during Mama the theater se- during yeah, theater get, season. So go back to 2018 uh, November ish or something. <laughs> Sean Harrell's a good a good social follow, guys. Uh, when it comes up, yeah. <laughs> um. Was so so. What do you what do you enjoy about what is it that I guess what kind of do you get the same joy from from mm-hmm. music that you that you get when you're when you're working with with video or, or or audio mixing does that does that come into play you miss some of the interactivity and the relationships that you build in groups and ensembles and rehearsals and you miss some of that uh, you get to kind of swap that out for some of the technology and some of the nerding out over things with students that are really passionate about it who've also selected to be in that class which it makes a big difference but I find that teenagers can still be teenagers, even when they select a class as <laughs> an elective. They can still find themselves uh, struggling, you know, with motivation and those kind of things, even when they want to be in the class. But I think, well, I'm going to say too, yeah. you can you can nerd out over the over the technology stuff as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I get into that. I get into that quite a bit, and uh, you know, you do give up some of those some of the long term building up. You know, you see a kid come in as a freshman in the in the band program, and they don't they struggle to fit fit in or hold their instrument and that kind of thing. And you get to see them grow to be a section leader when they're a senior or that kind of thing. So you do miss a little bit of that over there, but uh, you know, it's a trade off like a lot of things. You said that uh, you get, you get students for usually one year. Um, Sometimes they come back for for Mm -hmm. a senior year, but not often. Are you, are you cramming a lot into that year yeah. then? I mean, because like you yes. said, you see when you were in, in band, you'd get somebody's a freshman mm-hmm. and you see them start out and learn even just to hold yeah. the instrument. Mm-hmm. And by the senior, they're hopefully, a, you know, a section leader or something. But yeah. now you've got a student for nine months. Yeah. And I think it's a lot like what happens in, in these types of creative fields where you get some equipment and you, you learn as much as you can, but then you have to produce your content that week and then you use it and then you have to refine your your uh, decision making or you tweak your process or your workflow. And that's kind of what we end up doing there. We, this first week, I told them yesterday that the topics we covered yesterday could have easily been, you know, two weeks in and of themselves, things like storyboarding, brainstorming, scripting, that could have easily been a couple of weeks, but I, you know, we're going to do a real quick project, start to finish. We're going to understand the steps. We're going to work through them. And then we're going to get better at them as we repeat it over longer projects. And then the projects will get better quality and that sort of thing. That's a that is an important lesson for probably whatever endeavor they have. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, just uh, 
being able to jump in, figure it out. And I, you know, I think when we talk and, and we're sitting in, in the Bridge Space Studio, which is a, a building full of of entrepreneurs and small business owners. And so when a lot of us talk, we talk about how sometimes you just can't be afraid to to switch gears. You mm-hmm. just you learn it as you go and you move on. So it's a pretty important lesson to teach a 16-year-old. Yeah, comfort zone and, and get outside it so you can grow. Uh, we had that conversation today. Some kids were kind of joking around because they come in in high school and they've sort of built these personalities over the course of their high school careers. And I sort of joke with them when we start. I'm like, I don't really... Like, don't tell me anything about you today, tomorrow, the next day. We'll, f- we'll finish this first week. I'm going to let you get your bearings over here, and then we'll start to get to know each other a little bit. I sort of joke like that about them. I, I ask them, you know, questions about themselves. But what I find, they come into this program, and you ask them to tell, you know, hey, tell us about yourself. And they, they use a lot of words that they've, they've built up who they have been over this last 10, 12 years, as opposed to, like, what's what could you be? What's your future? And, you know, you've 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 got a chance to break outside your comfort zone. You've got a chance to be something that you've got a chance to learn something new. You've got a chance to try something and fail and try it again and learn from your peers and find someone that's really good at something that complements what you do and put that together for a project. Is there a, an advantage there I, I, that makes that a, an even stronger thing because you're in a different building? You're actually in a different space yeah. than you've you've been in yeah. previously in your high school career? There's, I mean, they're getting outside their comfort zone already just to be there, saying goodbye to their friends, driving over to a new building, getting in a classroom full of people they may or may not know. And uh, that's an interesting dynamic to see that develop because over years past, you see kids from Lee Summit become friends with kids from Grandview and Lone Jack and all of a sudden they start coming up with these teams and projects and they do something and they have a good time with it. They figure out they've got personalities that go together and then uh, they'll stick together and do things after they graduate. I had some kids making projects after they graduated. Now they've all sort of gone different pathways through their, their careers and everything. But, um, you know, one of them's here in Lee Summit, one of them's out in LA and they're just, you know, it's just interesting to see that develop. And that's part of the fun that, that you get to see in a program like the Summit Tech Digital Media Program where these kids will come and they'll just like explode after they leave. They'll go to the, you know, they'll maybe go to a big name college that people know, or they'll maybe go to a community college and they'll, they'll start internships. One girl left um, the program and, you know, became, uh, started working entry level job for a production company. And then 10 years later is the director of operations and that kind of thing. So it's really kind of fun to see that happen too. Have you gotten to a point now where, where as you're you're going through the the semester and the and the school year, where you kind of know when when you're going to watch that that light bulb and that click for them? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, I think um, it it takes a little while for some of them. You know, some of them come in and you get a sense of kind of they have a good idea of of who they are and and how they're going to develop and and kind of a no holds barred and and nothing kind of puts them off and you know knocks them on their heels and that kind of thing. Uh, but some of them, it takes a little bit longer. It takes, you know, second semester towards the end of the year. There's one student that I always talk about uh, who was uh, here. This is many years ago now. Um, his name was R.J. Kelly, and he was a drummer. And he was in my jazz band, at least some at West, and couldn't really get him to get into the video production aspect of it. And that's a challenge sometimes. But then he figured out he could take five cameras and put them around his drum set and then take a piece <laughs> of music that he wrote and drum set, you know, play drums with it and then mix together the five videos. And, you know, once he figured that out, then, you know, he took off and he's got drum covers on his on his YouTube channel. And just uh, this past season was on American Idol and played drums on American Idol. So they were in Hawaii and RJ was back there on the drums 
playing on American Idol. So that's got to be fun. That's got to be fun as a, as a teacher to see yeah. those those moments years later. Like, oh, look yeah. at that success. Look him. at yeah. where they're yeah. at. <laughs> that's got to that's got to be a little fun. I, yeah. I, I you know I I kind of always remember that. But you know my my uncle would always talk about how when he coached Legion Ball, he had Brian McRae yeah. on his uh-huh. team. He's uh-huh. like, yeah. I remember that when he was yeah. an and annoying teenager. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's. I, I want to ask you a little bit because you you get to take these these students out into the community too. Mm-hmm. You're not just doing mm-hmm. projects inside the classroom all the time. I know you've got one you're working on right now. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how that works and how you're getting them some experience that that they might not get anywhere else? Yeah, we do uh, try our best to collaborate with uh, local businesses that might need something that you know is kind of fits the mold of the type of things we can do. Um, and, you know, for example, Faulkner's Ranch a couple of years ago put together something for them. Um, we've got something on the horizon for the Chamber of Commerce uh, just to kind of help them out and they can use our space and we can get our kids sitting down across the table from a client and asking questions. And, and I try to make the class so that I'm the client a lot of times and I'll make them, you know, kind of have those conversations and I'll sometimes not give them quite enough information make them follow up and send me an email, you know, <laughs> the hard um, lessons. Exactly. So that they get a chance to, and I'll tell them that, okay, you know, if you have any questions, follow up with me because, you know, maybe I didn't, wasn't clear and that's the type of thing that'll happen. Um, so those are a couple that spring to mind. Um, is that, is that tough for, for you? Because I would mm-hmm. think your teacher instinct mm-hmm. Is yeah. to always yeah. give them all of the information it, that's so been, that they don't fail. That's been, you know, go back to the band thing. That's been real tough because when you're a band director, you know, you count to four, everybody starts together, and then everybody stops together. And that, you know, that whole thing falls apart in in this type of project-based approach. And you do have to sort of let kids kind of try things out and maybe stumble a little bit and, and learn a lesson on their own and give them time to to utilize the software because you know with this podcast and with the video aspect and everything it takes time to cut these things together and edit them and you know effects and and clean them up and it just takes time and some students learn right away how to use their time other students i'll kind of <laughs> watch them and i'll think yeah, this person's gonna they're gonna stumble they're coming in for a hard landing here and it's not gonna work out I, and, I still haven't learned to use my time. Yeah, well, I get that too, and I explain <laughs> to him. I give him plenty of scenarios that I've I've done or, or things that I've messed up on. Uh, one thing that has been really nice too when Summit Tech opened was utilizing the space for district projects. This uh, video that went out at the beginning of the year with uh, three of our music students uh, and choir students singing one voice, and that we created in our studio, and I had some of my returning students come back and engineer on the on the board and help with the multicam shooting and uh and then ultimately i I, you know i do some work for the district along those lines and put it together for them but that was kind of a culmination of student work in this new space summit tech academy uh utilizing this equipment uh that's um kind of state of the art and it's been a lot of fun Tell us a little bit uh, about that project because just having viewed it, yeah, it's it, it's really really neat. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a pretty moving piece. How did that how did that kind of come about? What's the story behind it there? And and, and you you did bring together students from from mm-hmm. each of the three high schools, mm-hmm. um, and like you said, you well, had other students come back and help help with the behind the scenes as well. Yeah, and one thing we've always done as a music staff and several of us over the years for these 
beginning of the year meetings is we'll get together and play some music. And Bob Harvey is a trumpet player that um, is in this Lee Summit Jazz Orchestra that we might touch on in a, in a few minutes. But we would always play some jazz. We'd play something before these big meetings kicked off. And so he retired a couple of years ago. And so Matt Ketteman is at Longview Farm Elementary, and he's just a great guy and a guitar player, fun, outgoing, band leader in his own right, and has, has played here with his wife and uh, other musicians, has played here at Bridge Space for uh, the Wings. Uh, Wings for Water. Wings for Water, thank you. And um, and other things as well. But, um, you know, we're, we're gonna play some music one way or the other. And then our district music coordinator, Amy Crinky is a vocal teacher, and she she had this idea uh, to put this together, and so um, it was just a natural fit for us to accompany that as staff members. And so, you know, Matt was playing guitar, and David Turtolo was playing bass. He's a strings teacher in the district who graduated from Lee Summit West as well. Uh, Brandon Johnson teaches band at Lee Summit West and played drums, and actually uh, recorded that a day or two after they recorded the the rest of it. So. Uh, put that on there. Uh, I played piano, and it was just kind of a nice, a nice chance to get together and kind of play that that music that did kind of hit on some of these topics that the district is going to be, you know, are good to start the year with that positive mentality, and um, you know, for us it was just kind of part of what we do. And then uh, same with the girls, the students that sang. It was just like they're just good. You know, they they practiced a few times. They they worked it out. And they just crushed it, you know. We did we did a few takes of it, but ultimately it was it was one live take, maybe two. I think we we tweaked a little bit, and and just one part we switched to a different take. Um, and it was frankly it was probably the band's fault. <laughs> it's probably the old people's <laughs> fault in retrospect. Uh, but uh, they you know they they did a great job, and it was a lot of fun. I hope everybody's seen it because it's it's been as far as Lee Summit goes, you know, it's been out there. I think and and pretty positive for us. Yeah, I, I I think it it was shared by many people mm-hmm. and and I mean there's there's a countless I think shares out there and ways for you to see it if you want to mm-hmm. look around your social media or or even if you go to to this the Summit Summit Technology Academy's mm-hmm. social networks. Today's episode of Lee Summit Town Hall has been brought to the people by FirstStepForHelp.com. First Step for Help is a free service to meet the behavioral health needs of this community. We focus on the state of Missouri, but they extend their reach across state lines to include the entire metropolitan area. They're highly trained, master's level clinicians accept and handle calls from anyone who needs help. Multilingual, always confidential these conversations are. FirstStepForHelp.com is the 24-hour mental health crisis helpline operated by ComCare which is a not-for-profit behavioral health management organization that works in collaboration with community behavioral health centers and other providers to continually improve access to affordable, high-quality, and effective behavioral health services. Their vision is a community where people are efficiently and effectively connected with high-quality behavioral health services, supporting wellness and productivity of all. You can visit ComCare at comcare1.org or firststepforhelp.org. And Jason, just one last thing. Look, this is for not only people who are in crisis themselves or thinking help, thinking they need help, but if you've got a friend or a loved one you think is is in need of help, hit this website. They can help you out. It's firststepforhelp.com. Um, that kind of that leads me because I want to I want to get in a little bit to. You're a teacher, and you're you're you're. Oh, by the way, that's a, that's a fee for hitting the table. Mm-hmm. 
We, we've got a jar. Got that little rumble. <laughs> um, you still get to kind of dig into your mm-hmm. own creativity mm-hmm. a, a little bit, whether it's whether it's helping produce these that film for mm-hmm. for for the back to school events or whatever. So, is that is that important to you to keep feeding those those juices? Yeah, and this our school year started off. It was a perfect point to take that video and say, okay, this is what digital media technology is. It's audio and video together. And it may be like if it's a teeter-totter scale, it may lean a little heavily towards one or the other. But you can't just come in and and just say, oh, I'm just audio person. I'm just a video person. Um, you know, the the student in my class needs to be able to to work their way through all of those different roles. They can sit behind the mixer. They can run the cameras. They can edit. They may even be on the in front of the camera as a performer, as a writer, as a singer, as a musician. Um, and then they're going to sort of blend together different capacities. And I wouldn't even begin to try to teach without keeping myself doing some of that stuff. And I've shared a lot of things with my students, um, uh, friends of mine uh, that we've gotten together, and I've written music for short films, the type of things where, where kids, you get into it and you're like, you're not getting paid for it, but it's kind of fun. And you're in someone, a friend of a friend, or you just have a good time doing it and that type of stuff. And I can share those experiences and the workflow and some of the successes. One, this short film I just did a soundtrack for, uh, just won an award at a Atlanta Film Festival over the weekend, uh, which is kind of cool. And little things like that, being able to share that with them and say, okay, these are real life experiences. And, and I happen to be in my pie chart of education, or my pie chart of employment is heavily towards education. You know, it's a big, most, most of my uh, employment is education, but, I've got these other slivers of things, and that's kind of the way their careers might look when they graduate and get into the creative arts. Is, is it usually uh, the the music angle that that you you kind of draw back to when you want to kind of fill your own bucket a little bit, dig in creatively? Is yeah. that is that still your your main draw? I would say it's kind of a yes or no. Um, I've never been the type that thought I would make a career out of that because I like it as a hobby. And I have friends that have that have made careers out of it or making careers out of it. Um, and I like it as a hobby, you know. I like to be able to turn it off and on and step towards it and away from it um, when it feels right. I think if I had to give one thing up, I think I would – I still like editing video and uh, putting it together because it is – it's a rhythm and there's always some music that you can add and there's always that emotion that usually the music contributes to when you're doing audiovisual products. I have a love-hate relationship with editing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I don't know. Oh, but, it can be. Yeah, yeah I, I, and some of that might be. You know, most of my background when it comes to editing is from a written standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. editing copy. But uh, yeah, so I, and I'm still I'm still learning a lot about about how to how to do it with today's technology mm-hmm. and, and things. But yeah, I, I I understand where you're coming from, but I don't I don't have that love for it yet. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, and and I. I'm going to say I probably do things a little bit. Most of my stuff is, is just cleaning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not doing a lot of layer on yeah. layer on layer and yeah. layer editing, which I'm sure is, is a pretty lengthy lesson for yeah. that you give to your students. Mm-hmm. And you see students come up with these creative visuals or transitions or uh, cut from one shot to another. And, uh, you know, a lot of that stuff is I'm just like, okay, kudos to you. You know, my, my creativity is taking chords and harmonies a lot of times. That's when I really can do stuff. And my, I would say my video side is more, you know, making it look like I haven't edited anything. Cause that's when you, when you're a good editor, no one notices that right. you've edited anything. And so that's kind of the, the, the idea. 
Well, let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, we're still going to talk about about music and, mm-hmm. and, and creativity. But uh, last year, you decided to wrangle a bunch of teachers from the district together mm-hmm. and created the Lee Summit Jazz Orchestra. You put on a performance here at Bridge Space as a, as a charity event, and you guys decided now to make it a thing. Now we've come full circle. Now we're, Bridge Space is hosting a charity event that will benefit the Jazz Orchestra. Right. <laughs> um, which will, uh, October 5th is, is that event. Uh, no, which, which we should know. October 5th is part of uh, Lisa Chili Fest, which is back. It's here at Bridge Space. Mm-hmm. Um, sponsor alert. They, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're paying for some advertising. So, for uh, sure. so okay. go back and listen to the beginning of this episode and you'll hear more about it. Excellent. Well, this started when uh, this interesting thing that happens in education is this life cycle of educators and the, the beginning teachers and then the mid career and then the old timers and the that sort of thing. Um, so it takes a different energy to come up with some ideas. Well, all of us have kind of thought, let's play some music. And we have at different times in small groups. And we've maybe we've gotten together a big group for things here or there. But in Lee Summit, we were at our state music convention. And a young teacher who is at Bernard Campbell Middle School, Christian Pierce, um, had we had just come out of a jazz concert of a, of a group from a different city, we'll say, a larger city, the other metropolitan city in the state, and we're thinking, you we know, don't, we don't say their name right. in this building. We, we're thinking we could do, we could do something like that. We could do that, and we look around and we started kind of gathering people in our little circle, and and before we before we got out of that little circle of people at the state music convention, we had already booked a rehearsal, and and Summit Tech is a is a good little space to kind of get in there, and and we've already got the drum set and the bass amp, and uh, we've got the room, although it's a little tight, you know, to be honest. But I didn't, I don't have this connection to the to the band world, so I don't necessarily have a band like like my, you know, like I used to be able to say, oh. I teach band at least in the West. So I was kind of looking for that outlet as well. So we decided let's get together and rehearse. And we rehearsed a few times over the summer, um, a year or two ago and decided, decided to have a, a performance. We had it at Lincoln prep in uh, Kansas city, uh, because our lead alto teaches there. And then we talked about it some more and decided, you know, Lee Summit is a community that would probably appreciate having a jazz group. And and most of us, half of us easily are teachers in the district or former teachers. And like anything, um, there's there's people that, that can make different gigs and can't. But so we sort of looked around and we're like, let's do something in Lee Summit. And so having been to Bridge Space before, again, your sponsor, but um, having been in here before, I, I was like, this would be a great little venue for a, a, a Christmas concert. Uh, you know, something with uh, that ties into the the holidays. We're all right before we we break out for for the winter break. We could come in here and, and do a little something. And so I came in and, and Ben was just really receptive and the ball started rolling and uh, we came out and had a great time and played a couple of tunes that we played in the summer and played a couple more. And, you know, now we're all in band directing mode in the fall. Everybody's, <laughs> right. everybody's band directing and it's a little bit more challenging. But no, we're, uh, we're going to see if we can get a little combo or a little flavor uh, together for the October gig. And then we're going to do it again in December. And probably try to do something in the spring as well. We'd be open to try to find a, a venue in downtown Lee Summit too that we could fit uh, about as many people as that stage holds too. Well, we will work on that. Yeah, um, yeah. you did play at, um, at at the Downtown Days Festival, correct? That's right. Yeah, yeah. And which was uh, you know, again, we got a little break from the super super heat, uh, the cloud cover. 
a perfect stage for a big band um, and and really appreciated the support from the the city of Lee Summit for that as well. Well, and I'm going to say to your your concert here at Bridge Space last winter. So uh, I I got to catch it because I was actually here in the studio mm-hmm. recording a couple oh. shows that night. Yeah, um, you probably blew a few recordings. Actually, no. Uh-huh. Uh, we 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 did a decent job of soundproofing. Okay. Um, but it was fun. I I, I was caught. We, we I stepped outside in between, mm-hmm. and and I, the really cool thing was you guys kind of broke up off the stage, and mm-hmm. so there were mm-hmm. there were a few people playing up on the mm-hmm. mezzanine mm-hmm. level above, and some had moved into the back, and it just it made for the this really cool experience for mm-hmm. the for those there that you weren't just sitting watching a normal stage yeah. concert. So that was that was that was that was really neat, and it's it's kind of fun to see different uh, creative styles mm-hmm. of, of of bringing the music out to people. I know you raised a lot of good money for Prodeo Youth Center, mm-hmm. and and you are now. You said that this 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 next gig that you're doing is really it's a fundraiser to help you guys, but it's to help you because you're. You are forming a a, a nonprofit five hundred one c three so that you can do other things like what you did last winter yeah. and help raise some money for some for some other mm-hmm. local charities. And we're really at the ground floor, and we're our experiences in music. So, you know, we're bringing that aspect and going to kind of learn um, learn how to develop from there. But you know, giving us as teachers an opportunity to to do this. And to, to, like you say, do some of those creative things and make some of those decisions um, and, you know, kind of keep those juices going. And uh, it's, it's really important. And we will get into teaching. A lot of people get burned out by it because they don't keep their passions going. And particularly music teachers, a lot of times, I mean, they get into it because they love music. And then, you know, 5, 10, 15 years later, they haven't picked up their instrument. And then they wonder why they're not as thrilled to go into work and that kind of thing. So it's really, it's like a, you know, like plugging in your phone to recharge it. When we do a gig like that, it gives us, it gives us that energy to go back. And it gives us that creative spark. It gives us the opportunity to call on things that we've seen, we saw or did during that and, and bring them into our classroom and share them with the students as well. Well, as we wrap things up, I want to ask you a, a, a couple of things. So, so I know that you keep going back to music, and you mm-hmm. and you love staying up on top of the the technology things with your with your audio and video and your and your teaching. What else? What else do you go to? Where do you Where do you go? Where do your passions take you? Um, where do my passions take me? Well, I'm I'm in school right now, so I'm getting my doctorate. That does not sound fun. It's, it's instructional design and performance technology, which doesn't make it sound any more. Fun no, no, that that didn't help it your went case. The other way. Um, <laughs> Which is through Baker, uh, like a lot of teachers do, uh, start to kind of explore that um, end of their career type degree. Um, I'm interested in that because it seems to to possibly cross fade, cross dissolve into other opportunities. That but, are not necessarily nice education. choice of language there for yeah, for, exactly. for those listeners that are into what we're talking audio, about. Video of terminology. <laughs> um, so I'm doing that, and it's a new class every seven weeks, and. And so there's not a lot of free time. Uh, I have let my subscription to HBO lapse because I don't want to get caught up in the shows that I want to get caught up in. Um, so I'm kind of like right there for now. Um, you'll hear me occasionally on KCUR on, on Sundays every once in a while. So I do that as well. And I have an awful lot of Lego at my house. Those are, my, those are some of my hobbies if I had to, to, to touch on some things. Can so. we say greatest toy ever made? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really? Is there is there a toy right. better than Lego? Uh, not to my knowledge. No. I mean, it, it's got everything that you need, right? Yeah. You can you can build, you can be creative, and once you do that, they're right. great toys to play with. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Display, minor I, art. 
Yeah. My, my wife started to get rid of them, but yeah. yeah. That's not that's not <laughs> right. That's not right. No, so I actually that. have a um, so when when the Royals got good again mm-hmm. uh, in 2014, I even built a little a little miniature K okay. out of our Legos and nice. and and it's it's I you know Family knows that mm-hmm. that does, yeah. doesn't get right. hurt. Right. Don't mess with that. Don't be taking pieces <laughs> off of that for uh, whatever random project the kids need to do. Right. Yeah. Right. I got two kids in high school too, so we're going to keep super busy. You know, I got a junior and a freshman, and we're we're chasing them around through all the activities that that we're doing and trying to appreciate appreciate them while they're here. I'm not there yet. Our, ours is ours just started middle school, so I'm not I'm not up to the uh, crazy level that you yeah. are. Well. I'm, I'm old and wise, I guess. <laughs> well, Sean, I want to appreciate you coming on. Uh, uh, just thank you for, for coming out to the show and talking with us a little bit about, about yourself and what you do and the jazz orchestra. That's all very exciting. Uh, and we hope to hear them more and see your, see your orchestra play. And, yeah. and uh, we hope to hear more about your students and that, and that program. I've been, just, I've been very intrigued by the program, and, and I can't wait to, to hear more about it. Yeah, very good. Thanks thank for you. having me. I want to take a moment to talk a little bit about one of our partner podcasts on the Fredcast Network. It is the Shred Podcast. Shred has been a sponsor of this program for a while, and they have a pretty special show of their own that they're working on, Jason. This is all about living a healthy lifestyle, hosted by Ryan Waters, owner of the Shred Gym here in Lee Summit, and Aaron Simpson, who is also a gym owner himself. Yep. Recent episodes are talks about supplements, uh, celebrating success stories. They did a mailbag, so they took questions and got that, and they really did harp on the importance of a healthy routine, which is something I think both you and I, Nick, could probably use a little work it, on. It, it's true. And, and, you know, sometimes the host, Ryan Waters, he gets a little preachy. He likes to make sure that people are doing their workouts correctly. So if you want to know how you're supposed to be lifting weights, the form... This is the one to listen to. So bend at the back, not at the knees, right? Right. right. Okay, absolutely correct. I, yes. Look, nailed look, it. He is large uh-huh. and very, very muscular. I know. He might hurt you. He's also far away from me. He's also far myself. away from you right now. So if you are ready to make that change and ready to live a more healthy lifestyle, check out the Shred podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps. You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast with hosts Nick Parker and Jason Norberry. A proud member of the Fredcast Network, you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook at link to Lee Summit or on Twitter at LS Town Hall.